I'm Mary for the... <laughs> Don't look at me like that. I'm Mary for the holidays and ready to jingle some bells. It's so inappropriate. I can't even do it. I can't even do it. Does that count? Yes, it does count. That does count. I may not be on pause, but I'm chill as fuck. <laughs> Wait, that was really good. Thank that you. was really it's good. It's better not to plan them. It is better not to plan yeah. them. Although you did just see me have an absolute panic attack because now I'm in the 490s and it's come to a point where I'm like, I'm sure I have. I actually thought about this the other day. Recycling I think I, them? Well, it's like I might be recycling them or guest taglines. Like I did one the other day where I'm like, I actually thought about it an hour later. I was like, I think Tracy Morrissey quite literally did the tagline that I then did like two months later because it just it stays in your bones at a certain point how many words are left exactly it's a vocabulary like it it makes total sense it's a muscle and let me tell you what I'm an Olympian at this point truly this podcast is a cardio journey and it counts okay yeah and you know what even if you use one you've used before it has different meaning at this point in time I do have guests who are sometimes like can I reuse one from the last time I say of course absolutely because it's still yours yeah we just don't want you doing the same one every week, you know? Right. We don't want me to do the same yeah. one. I think that would be a downer yeah. if I just did it like over and over again. But I don't even know. Like I like making my own money. I find that to be a yuck. <laughs> Wait, who was that? Ramona Singer. Of course it was. I mean, and we'll get to that. That's going to be, we're going to be we recording sure and taking personally about Ultimate Girls Trip because I watched yes. all four episodes last night. You guys, it's Andy's Girls. It's episode whatever, leave me alone. And I'm so excited for this return guest. You know him as a writer, performer, and most recently, the director of Countess and Friends. Welcome back to Andy's Girls, Ben Rimmelauer. Benjamin, how are we? I am so good. I'm so happy to be here in the clawfish. <laughs> Just getting my AG on with my SG, the OG. (laughs) It's giving succession. It's giving Kendall Roy. I'm very here for it. Um, Ben, let me tell you what. Okay, so I like barely slept last night. I slept for two and a half hours. And then I had an 8 a.m. Andy Scrolls recording this morning. Oh, that's not good. And I got through it. And it was. You probably had a lot of caffeine. I had. No caffeine. What were you doing? I don't know. Because caffeine like affects me. It like makes me because we just did a Starbucks run. It's this is decaf and this tea is decaf. Okay, but now it's like after yeah, dark. Yeah, now it's like but now like it's Andy's Eight a.m. Like Andy's recording, no sleep. That's like the prime caffeine. It was slot. not. It was. I I said some things. I think about Dorit because I was just. I didn't even get a chance. I usually in the morning, like I do a little like, let me just remind myself what happened. Watch a couple scenes, even if I've watched the episodes 75 times prior, which is what was going on in this case. But I literally like rolled out of bed, tumbled into the cloth, did my little Zoom kiki um, with one of my faves. So it was his energy was fabulous, flawless as it always is. But I was a fucking mess. And then after I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to like go back to sleep for a second. And then I slept until 3.30. Good for you. Your body needed. That. I think, but now I'm so You're confused. Fucked, yeah. I literally am recording in a robe, which will pretend I don't ordinarily do. I all thought the time it was anyway. a Dion von Furstenberg wrap dress. <laughs> yeah, LOL, 100% was not. Just like took a little, a quick little shower, like trying to spackle myself together because now I'm going from like, not having slept to having seemingly only slept. I'm scared for you tonight. You're like starting a vicious cycle. It's this ends bad. in like crystal meth. Like I don't even you're know. You're down a dark road. Crystal meth, Minkoff. Like I don't even know what's going to happen. Like I really, 
I, my sleep, I think that the holidays really stress me out. Yeah. It just like, it really kind of fucks up my energy. I just feel, I get nervous. Like yeah, it, it makes me anxious. Time. It's very like anticlimactic and like high pressure, low results. Yes. And we're both Jewish. So like, what do we even, ha- I mean, aside from like, you know, global rise and anti-Semitism, but like specific to <laughs> Christmas, it's not that like, thing. it's not like we have anything to stress out about. We're not like, think of all the shout out to all the parents out there and, and non-parents, human people who are having to like pick up gifts or we don't have any of that stress but like it's also just like the like the new year's and like you know we just went through it's more just like it's in the air you know like the way like you're kind of trying to get everything done before the end of the year but you also know no one's returning your email you know are you trying to get stuff well so you're like a real why i just realized there's a candle that we should probably blow out because we're both kind of schwitz um are you because you're like a real like worker bee like you have your shit yeah. together i do i'm i mean spiraling. you're a I'm little a little over the top saying no. i have my shit together i mean but i am a worker you are a worker you're doing incredible things at the green room Thank I you. Had, including andy's girls live i did an andy's girls live with dylan hafer i forgot if i even saw you no, because I'm never there. Oh, right. I mean, I go, I you go work from home. Yeah, I work from home. Yeah. So I was so stressed out that day, and poor sweet, sweet baby Dill, um, SPBD Dylan Hafer was like trying to calm me because I was just rattled. I just was having one of those days where I'm yeah. like, I just don't feel like myself. And then doing a live show, and I was like, I am not in my body right now. Like this is not. But you know what? The show went great. You're a professional. Thank it's not you. about how you feel. It's about the Thank work. You. Well, I have. I to... bet to this morning's episode of Andy's Girls was good too. I'm sure I'll hear about it regardless. <laughs> and uh, and shout out to all the people at the green room. Because when I came by after to like run a quick errand, I said this to the person who I was talking to. But like, you know what? That team and your tech gentleman. Tech Sheridan's so great. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I just felt like bonded to him totally. by the end of the day. Totally. Everything was so organized, which, you know, with live events, like sometimes the fun of it, you know, yeah. is that it's kind of like fly off the seat of your pants, but this was not that experience at all. Highly recommend to anybody out there who's a performer. Thank you, Sarah. No, I'm dead serious. You know Putting I wouldn't money say that. in my pocket. But you know I wouldn't say that if I didn't yeah. believe it. Like, it, I was so impressed with the team that you have. Everybody was so awesome. Really, really on the ball. Really, thank really. You, thank gonna you, thank you. going to blow this candle. <laughs> Make a wish. Red really quick. <laughs> Let's, like, do some Tango Maureen or some shit. Oh, my God, the fire alarm is going to go off. <laughs> LOL, like, I have one. Um, <laughs> I, I hope I do. Oh, it is smoking a little bit. Yeah. Okay, we have a little smoky energy. It's a little campsite, campfire. Yeah. I thought that would help us, but it might have, in we're fact... We're going to choke to death. We're hold on this one second. the last interview of Andy's <laughs> I just 100% inhaled candle smoke, but it's, you know, pumpkin scented. It does so have a nice aroma. It you know what's funny? Nice I like aroma. the smell, and I usually hate pumpkin scent stuff. Because it, it doesn't give you overwhelming pumpkin. Yeah, no, this is like a subtle, subtle pumpkin. Yeah, it looks and, expensive. Um, It was less than $15. No. I don't fuck around. I have no money. But it's like a you got it on sale. Yeah, I got it like on sale at Anthropology, extra 50% off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I No, that's like a $70 candle, I feel. Mm, I think I think like I don't math is hard, but I think it probably was like in the 30s. I mean the listeners can't see, but I want to belabor this conversation (laughs) even longer. Just to say that not only does it look fancy, it's big. It's a big it's not like a little like tea. No, I want a big this is not a votive. No, a hundred percent. I want to feel like I have my money. Worth. Yeah, no, I'm the same. I want everything, you know, uh, not even venti. What do they call it? Trenta. Well, but then the the flip side of that is, so I have like a couple like nice candles that I've gotten from, I have to whisper. You, you don't want the I'm like, 
I don't want I don't want people to know. She's but I've like two candles that I didn't pay for because I I would never. But that are like eighty dollars retail or like maybe even ninety. Are you like afraid to burn them? I'll never burn them. I, they're still in their boxes. It's like pristine. It's like what people do or used to do with like Barbies. Like, or like I'm never going to touch on the it. A hundred percent. Like I am my own. Best We're so grandma. different. I would fucking burn those fucking things to oh, the no, ground. No, I'm too neurotic because then eventually it'll be gone. I, I can't I know. start it because then it's going to be gone. I go through candles candle the way again. normal people go through like milk. Really? Yeah. I like have like a constant like reorder from Amazon of candles because what, like. What's your candle vibe? What's your candle vibe? I go energy? Yankee because like I found the Ew, sense I, I found. I found the sense I like. I like cedar and balsam in the like fall through like early mm. spring. And for the kitchen, and then I have the um, birch and something in the birch and eucalyptus mm-hmm. in the other room. Not birch and eucalyptus; it's birch and something else. Okay, um, cedar or and whatever. Okay. Uh, you know I like and and they they don't smell very chemically; they smell nice. Oh, okay. You know, um, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't want anything that smells like Jean Nate perfume that I got my mom for <laughs> Mother's Day in 1988. But like, Sadie, whatever. But. Um, uh, because I mean, my favorite scents are like from Mel and Getz, but they're twice the price. And by the way, they do not stink up my apartment. They, mm. they like, you, once they're out, the smell's gone, you know? Wait, do we want, we want it to be stunk up? Yeah, no, that's yeah, the thing. Okay, I, okay, I okay. want a scent that I like and I want my apartment to reek of it. Okay. So I just keep these fucking babies burning 24 seven. No, you don't. That's I, a fire hazard. Well, I put them out when I go to sleep and ben, I put them out when I leave the good. apartment. I think it's supposed to be max like two to three hours, if that. Oh yeah, mine definitely go long. Oh, I you don't even have a. Fi- I, I have like a fire a, alarm. I think it's like a carcinogen. No, I really do. I do have a fire alarm. I also have the other one. What's the oxygen? Me too. And I have carbon monoxide. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Detector. I got that. Yeah. I got that. I got that. My mom insisted. I was like, "This oh, is no. a scam. No, this no, is no. Not gonna actually save me. Knock on Clothis mirror table. Yeah. Like uh, the apartment. We don't fuck around with that. Yeah. Um. It's a beautiful table. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank beautiful. you. Um. Wait, so what was the name of the candle place? What'd you just say? Yankee Candle? Yankee. So I think I remember that. I'm sure it's a lovely place with great options. And It's I, not I even, it's like a, a shitty company. It's probably owned by Kmart or something. Okay, well, we but love But like a big ass one is like 15 on like so Amazon. So maybe I should and I look like into that. I just, I have a, I'm just immediately like <clears throat> from it because I remember high school energy. Yeah, no, no. And no. it was like, I would do that as gifts and I would do... Um, Bath and Body Works and I can't go in either of those places because I spent so much time there that I can't go back. It like gives me anxiety. Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't even think these guys have a store, but like, but you just have to find a store. I feel like I remember. I remember those candles. Maybe they do. But you just have, you can get them everywhere. I mean, I, we can get them from Stop and Shop on Fire Island. I order them from there in the summer for delivery. But Mm. the, um, you just have to find the scents you like, you know? Okay. I mean, you know, if I go to Malin Gats or I go to like, you know, what's it called? Like Diptyque or like, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Dickwad, what's it called? Diptyque. 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 Like, you know, I know that like anything there is going to be fabulous. You yeah, know? but I'm who's got the money for that? I know. And I need to, you know, I can't. I don't do them in moderation, as you now know. No, we are maximalists. Yeah, we are max- maximalists, which is which is how we vibe. And also, listen, we have to talk a little bit about rich women stuff. doing things. I know about rich, yeah. in the words of Dave Ryan Moylan, rich yes. women doing things. But I do want to ask you. So you, you know, I always ask like, what are you watching? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Yeah. Usually minutes before we record, a total yes. professional yeah. through and through. And so you were interested in talking about Beverly Hills. So I want to actually start by asking about all these shows that are not Beverly Hills. So what has connected with you in watching Beverly Hills? And is there a reason that you're not
not necessarily engaged with other franchises right now. Well, have you always been like that? Yeah, I see. And you and you and I, I'm glad that you don't remember the conversation we've had three times because, like, you're my like Do I special. Always ask no, 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 you? no, no. You're my special, like, Andy's girl's friend, whereas you have like a million guests in the similar oh, situation no. that I I'm ask in. You every no, just because I no, it's good because I was looking forward to having this conversation <laughs> with you, and I was like, she's gonna get annoyed because I always make her do this, but you're not gonna get this annoyed because you don't remember. Oh, okay, great. So this is the thing, like, I from the gate have watched Beverly Hills, New York, New Jersey, and UGT. I never know for okay. sure if I'm saying the right letters, but that's Do we right. we want to call it UGT? I don't like that. That's what I call it. It makes me feel like America's Got Talent. A shout out to America's Got Talent, but... Okay, UGT. I don't like I mean, it. Okay, Ultimate it makes Girl's me feel Trap. like CNN or something. I don't love it. Ultimate to, Girls Trip. Ultimate Girls Trip. I mean, yeah, to yeah. me, the the show itself is so brilliant. Like we could call it like piece of shit, and I would still be yeah, tuning 100%. in. in That's real the best time. crap you've ever had in your entire yeah, life. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no notes. Oh, great. So, um, like I've always watched those. I at one point when I was like recapping. No, it wasn't when I, the only one I actually recapped, recapped was Jersey, but I would sub for, for Dame Brian on various shows just when oh he was God, on vacation. Yes. Yes, and yes, yes. so in writing about Volt, on writing yeah, and the Vulture. recaps for Vulture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I sometimes had to do that on OC. So at the time I had like binged OC, mm. but I pretty much stopped after that gig went away. And that gig went away when I was like on New York because they were like, it's weird having you recap anymore, basically. Maybe they just didn't like my writing. I don't know. Why would they say it's weird having you recap? I don't know, because I was like, and who's that handsome fellow? Oh. <laughs> you know. Um, and uh, They're like, we need someone who's seen the show. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and um, so, and I've tried on at least two different occasions to binge season one of Atlanta, thinking I'm going to take oh, the my journey. God. You need to take. And the I journey. know, but like I've never even finished season one of Atlanta. Well, then so, maybe maybe but here's start the thing. with another this season. This is the conversation. Don't stop yourself. Don't what, stop yourself. Because I, I, as I mentioned to you offline, I've had a transcendent transcendent experience this transcendental past transcendental meditation. meditation but by transcendental i mean life-changing and by meditation i mean watching real housewives of beverly hills <laughs> i had not watched all of this season and there was a bit okay I, there was eight episodes story oh, right, up right, right. through a yeah and so you texted me while watching and you were like we need to i discuss. was literally in heaven i've never it might have also been like the carbs i was consuming oh, but i was in the helps. sweet spot i've never been so happy literally in my Man. life i was like i want to spend the rest of my waking moments on on earth just having this experience shut up i was so sad when i got to the end of esophagate and couldn't <laughs> wait for this past week's newer episode oh my god and i'm just all in and uh and it's so much so that i'm like now i'm staring down the barrel of like a couple of days for <sighs> with like pretty much nothing to do before mm. i go out of town and i like i'm like I think I need to like take on a new housewives. And so <gasps> is it Salt Lake City? Oh. Is it Miami? Is it finally fucking doing Atlanta? Is it uh what's the other one I'm forgetting? Uh Potomac. What uh, is it? Or New New York? Or New New York. I don't think it is New New York. But but it's the easy it would be the easiest to do because it's a literal single season. But as a maximalist when I hear something is like now, like any human being, when I look at something like, you know, The Good Wife, and I'm like, oh, 13 seasons, 22 episodes each, an hour long, gulp. But still, I want I want something that I'm never going to have to think about my own life again. I'm going to strap okay. onto this ride have an and have the permanent I have vacation. An yeah. I have an answer for you. You're, I, I am actually going to insist 
And if you ring my bell in the future, I'm going to ask if you watch the show. And, and if you say no, I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, I'm not no. home right now. You're going to need to watch Salt Lake City. Okay. Because here's what I'm going to tell you yeah. is that last season was so bad and was so frustrating to watch. And there was just a lot of darkness because, you know, Jen Shaw with the crimes and the whatever. Yes. You it, know, I specialize in housewives with crimes. You do, yeah. which I'm very into. Yeah. Um, so last season was a lot and it was just very dark and I felt weird talking about it on the pod because it just like made me angry and I don't want to ex exist only in an angry space. Like sometimes I like to laugh. Yeah. And so that was tough. But this season has, and first off, the first season, phenomenal. Second season, I barely remember. Third season, nightmare. This season is, you ask anybody, honestly, what one of their favorite shows on TV for the year is. And I think without question, Salt Lake City is in the top five because it is so spectacular, so chaotic. Like you're watching, it's like, uh, it feels like a farce. It, it's just, All you're right. gonna laugh I'm so sold. much. Angie K alone, you're gonna have so much feedback. All right. It's really, really good, but I would have to insist. Yeah. And sometimes maybe I'm not a completionist. Like if you didn't get into Atlanta season one, I would rather you watch Atlanta than not. So we could come to some sort of like happy but medium. But I am such a completionist is what gets that, in my which way. I appreciate and know? I respect, I really do. But with Salt Lake, it's gonna be so easy for you to get through four seasons. I swear to God. And this season is the perfect compliment to Beverly Hills because it's just so different from mm, Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. Like that's the nice thing about, even though I will riot about the fact that we have four franchises on right now, I hate it. It's just too much because one always gets lost. And right now for me, just with AG Miami, I mean, you really pay the, the price. Other people could like wait for one. Because to it's just, it. it's, it's a lot. And then it's yeah. trying to figure and schedule people who are watching a franchise and Miami a hundred percent is getting shut out, which I hate because it's having like a really solid season, but Salt Lake and Beverly Hills specifically, I mean, they're so different. The energies are so different. The characters are so different that it would be almost a relief to watch and catch up to Salt mm -hmm. Lake and then continue your Beverly Hills journey because they're just, I can't stop saying they're so different, but it's like, it is, it's, it's like cutting something with super sweet with some lemon or something. It. It's just, it's a little tart in a way that is refreshing. My only question to you. Okay. Lisa Barlow is, is going to change your fucking life. Speaking of Lisa. Okay. Meredith Marks. What? Is there any universe where the answer to this is not a housewives show, but actually Vanderpump rules? You haven't seen Vanderpump Rules? No, and I understand that like major historical events have taken place. I mean, I'm gonna tell you what. Yeah. They're doing a little party for yeah. VPR yeah. in Jan, and I'm genuinely, who was I talking about this with? Oh, my guest from the most recent AG. I'm really hardcore thinking about like, do I go to LA for two days? Just when to, like, in January? I forget. Because I'm there like the first week. I'm going you? straight there. My brother's getting married, so I'm going straight there from Mexico. Are you staying in a hotel or are you staying with family? With my parents. Mm, love. We in love. BH. I mean, <gasps> I could just walk to Sir. They're oh like my right God. off Robertson. Okay, well, I'll be calling them and see yeah. if I can borrow Truly, your bedroom for yeah, a couple 100. of days. Um, it's, it's, I mean, last season was, but it was, it wasn't just the episodes. It was a real whodunit in the moment of like, the show and all of us sort of finding out at the same time yeah. that there had been this master relationship fraud taking yeah. place and just to kind of go back and watch the episodes and then continue to watch the episodes in the finale. I went to a finale party with Lala was there. What's his face? Um, Jax was there. Uh, Sheena was there. And just to like 
be in the room with other members of the cast watching the finale and watching the last five and by finale sorry I mean like the the last part of the reunion and watching the last five minutes of the reunion was just shocking can I confess something really? you have no idea what I'm talking about no I sort of do but this is something really embarrassing. Do I have moisturizer on my no, face? No, 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 no. It's oh. about me. Oh, okay. I have nothing to confess about you other than your <laughs> beauty and grace. Thank you. I was a guest on a Vanderpump Rules podcast. Whose? I, I wish I could remember the name. I blocked out the whole experience because... Lara? Maybe Lara and Carrie's? No, it was a guy. A guy by himself. Okay, I have no idea then. I don't think oh, it was like a very Shout out to Larry, Lara and Carrie. Lara, I always fuck up her name because I'm an idiot. But like, shout out to Sup because they're, the, they're the best. They're incredible. This guy asked me, and I said, you know, I don't watch that show. And he said, no problem. But it was a Vanderpump Rules podcast. Yeah. And he said, and you said, I don't watch the show. And he, he said, no problem, which, okay. feels, which feels very consistent for our community. <laughs> Truly. But well, he I wanted to talk to me about way. like Luann and like, and oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Got and, it. Like, that makes I, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, then like the day of the episode taping, Uh-oh. I looked at the email to get the um, Zoom link. Uh-huh. And I realized that he'd said, no problem. Just watch this one episode with Finney. And I hadn't. Oh, no. Did you and lie? I lied. And I don't know what I was thinking, but I faked it. I've never done that it's ever. So, I was such a, I was everything that's wrong with America. But you come from improv. I know, so you but, can do it. But I, I really, I, I, at one point, like, I said the wrong, like, gender pronoun about somebody. Because you thought Sheena was, like... Wait, because, like, Jax is a guy, right? Jax is, a, is technically a Is there a another man. person with a name that's, like, a little bit, like, confusing? I mean, maybe St- is Stassi a confusing? Stassi. I thought Stassi was a guy. I could see that. Stassi could work for all genders, honestly, as a name. And I was, like, going in hard on some, like, bullshit point about <laughs> Stassi. <laughs> And, and as I the like, host, did you watch the like the pain, the, like the the, the vibe drain from his face? Yeah, and I truly, I think, I think he might have thought it was an innocent mistake. And let me tell and you, it you're... was not innocent. Um, and I, it haunts me. And I kind of, I truly blocked it out until this very moment, like when you said, like a couple of the characters, when you said Jax, it triggered my brain, and I was like, oh, I've done murder. So what did he? Did the host ever follow up to be like, what an interesting lie that you did? No, he was like super kind to me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was, but it, I, I felt like I really did something like to be ashamed of. Like, that would probably be tough on Andy's girls because it's not. It's like literally like tell me your life's journey and how that connects yeah. to this one person yeah. smiling. Like that yeah. might be complicated. I would be. But so you and I have curious. always talked about what the shows we were going to focus on before I totally. got here. Yeah. Sometimes literally right before we record. But I mean, no, but we always have been in contact about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're one of my like housewives friends anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, although I guess we did. Did we meet through Andy's girls originally? Oh, that's such a good. I feel like we met through theater stuff. No. Yes. Wait. Oh, right. Through. Um, um, God, what's his name? And what's her name? Yeah, absolutely. them. <laughs> Fuck my life. I'm, I'm so senile. No, same. I cannot. I think it anything. was through theater, but it actually, now that I'm saying that out loud, it could have been through AG and then we found connections. Except in theater. I don't, I think I was on Andy's Girls before I was on Real Housewives. Because you, so I don't think on... you would have like, like reached out to me for that. 
I mean, it's, yeah, that's a good point. I don't, I don't, I really don't remember. I feel like you and I were talking about it like before I ever filmed, you know? So you've been on New Jersey because of working with Teresa on yeah. her book and like yeah. you directed her audiobook. Yes, right? both of them. Well, the right. first two that were not cookbooks, Turning the Tables and Standing Strong. Or okay, great. Yeah. So, just ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> ingredients, which yeah. should be honestly a book title. So you were on for those. Obviously, you had a very long, fruitful relationship with Lou. You directed her inaugural cabaret. I was at the very, very first performance, front row, and yet losing I look my at mind. Avi on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and I'm like, he's the <laughs> fucking star. How? How do I just like wish I were Avi? There is one moment from was it the most recent episode where he does a slow turn to camera, and yeah. I was like, I am obsessed. I am obs- I met him at BravoCon. Like I am, he gave me two Sutton mugs. It's one thing when he's Denise Richards breaks the fourth wall, no. but Avi breaking the fourth wall. No, I was so jealous. I am concerned that one day, 20, 30 years from now, they're no longer going to be working together. And I can't. He's practically leaving her for Dorit now. I know. I can't get enough of him. He's His yeah, he's, humor is so, I think it's also very New York. I think that's truly. why we, we I mean, vibe. he's obviously Jewish. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but I love him. He's so. Yeah. And that one moment where Dorit, uh, LOL, where um, Sutton was like, leave me the fuck alone. Like you're ordering me around. Yeah. I was. Who hasn't had that when you've had like an assistant moment? Truly. Like as an assistant yeah. where the person that you're working with is like, shut the fuck up. You yeah. step too far. Yeah. I mean, he's just a dream. He's a delight. So you've worked with Lou, Teresa. Who else am I missing? Bethany. I did uh, two of her audiobooks also. Did you? Yeah. Which books? Um, 13 Rules for... Is there one that's 13 Rules? The Skinny Girl Rules was one of them. Okay. And then the other one was the one with all the, like, Dr. Amador says, and, like, her therapist records, like, the next, like, three pages. <laughs> did he actually record? Yeah. I love him. I Someone should write a book about the fucking crock of shit that is the therapist on Bravo. No, but some of them are good. I know. And I actually liked um, Kyle's life coach, to be honest. I was I liked very what he had to say. life coach. But I really think like, at least a life coach, you're kind of like already just kind of like, yeah. let me see what this is. Yeah. But like for actual therapists to be like, yes, let us film this for mm. television and like have it edited by Shed Media or whatever. You know, it just feels a little bit like, I don't know. What what do I know? I didn't think Donald Trump was going to be president. So like really I'm complaining <sighs> about like Bethany possible. Shrink. Like, Well, I mean, I think with the, some of them, you can feel the energy. It gets a little universe confusing which is a new wonderful beautifully stated phrase but it gets a little confusing when it's like a dr jen who i've seen on reality tv before and then it takes me out of the universe because i'm like wait inside this bubble to borrow for a term used on beverly hills but inside this bubble I want to see Erica or whomever have a conversation with their therapist and not know the therapist from prior reality TV because yeah. then it makes me feel like this mon- moment is manufactured, which might be a little LOL to people listening, but like I really do want to feel the stakes. And even if she's getting good counsel, even if Erica's getting good counsel, I'm still thinking like, how do I know this woman? How many yeah. other shows has she been a therapist? Is she a professional TV therapist? Like, It's so odd. I mean, like it's... Nothing seems faker to me yeah. than a therapist on yeah. re- a reality show. 
Can I, before we really go back into yeah. Beverly Hills, and this is going to be a little bit of a dance today, yeah. so thank you for joining me on this journey. What <laughs> Don't mind do you, if I do. <laughs> what do you think would be the most surprising um, experience or memory or opinion of the housewives that you've worked with? Because you've worked with three big ones. You've worked with Teresa at really... Um, sort of high stress moments yeah. when she was coming out of camp and all that. And Lou finding her way as a um, cabaret star, Bethany being Bethany just 24 seven. 100%. What was kind of most surprising to you in working with, with any of them? There was a lot that was surprising. I mean, I think the number one thing that surprised me the most was how real the shows are. Really? Yeah. Like these women's lives are sometimes very fake. But what you see on TV is their life in real life. Tell me a little bit more about that. Like, I'm pretty sure, and this is just my opinion, and I've never this said this to her face. So much trouble. But like, I'm pretty sure Luann married Tom for like to have good television content. And if she didn't do it consciously, I definitely think she did it subconsciously. However, I don't think anything they do on camera is. I mean, they might try. It's fake to the extent that. They try, but we see them fail on fall on their faces. I mean, oh, you know, it's like Kelly, you know, has like in her narrative, you know, Kelly's having a nervous breakdown. You can even go back to Scary Island. We don't even have to spoiler alert yet till we record the other show about, yeah, about the do new it. season. We're do it but like Kelly on Scary Island was very like having a meltdown being like, you guys are just all pissy and you need to calm down. Just be happy and chill like me. Like the audience and the rest of the ladies are all on the same page. Kelly might think she's, you know, what do they call it? Like producing mm. the episode, but she's not. So like it's whenever they try to be fake, it's so transparent. I mean, you know, may, maybe there's a couple of exceptions to that, but it, it's I, it's very real, you know. And uh, so that was sort of surprising to me because I think I imagined not that it was scripted, but that the producers had a heavier hand in guiding their behavior on camera as opposed to just editing. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing me with free samples. Astapro is a first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24 hour steroid free allergy spray. It delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose and sneezing. Living in New York City is not easy. Just ask Sonia, trying to sell that house. There are so many mornings where I wake up and think, oh my gosh, I'm having the worst cold of my life. And I realize it's actually from allergies. When my nasal allergies flare up, and that happens when the season changes and the temps get a little warmer than they normally are, I use Astapro, and I'm amazed at how fast I'm back in the game. And that game is looking for Dorinda on the Upper East Side. Astapro always has my back and nose. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. 
in the words of Meredith Marks, when it comes to that week, week and a half before my period, I wish I was disengaging. My PMS is off the charts. Truly Uber Eats needs to check in and say, it's about that time, isn't it? I know it is. The cravings are crazy. I want to crawl out of my skin. Now it's easier to manage PMS with Estro Control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony and Estro Control, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For AGs who are friends of perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause, Happy Mammoth has Hormone Harmony. It's not just a supplement for women going through those stages. It's also become a phenomenon. Women can't stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ANDYSGIRLS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code ANDYSGIRLS for 15% off today. I'm engaging. I just came back from the salon and for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells unbelievable. Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. Conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. 
And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roe.co slash andyscrolls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andyscrolls. Sign up today. Do you think, though, that Kelly was like attempting to really be somewhat duplicitous? I, I don't it think was she duplicitous. was. I think she was genuinely in a different reality. And I'm not saying that in any way in like well, a derogatory manner. I think she really was experiencing something. To, sir, she def- that's definitely true. But I also think like she like and maybe Kelly's too crazy of an example to make the point I'm making. I think we often see them sort of acting in a way that like they're fronting something and like Mm -hmm. nobody falls for it. And like we, um, we see right through them. And Mm -hmm. so I think maybe in those moments they think they're like making a certain kind of television, you know, but it's almost never successful. I mean, you know, Bethany might be the only example and she's so intelligent, you know, and, uh, and even Bethany, I think, it, we're basically seeing the real deal, you know? Yeah. Wow. I mean, the lieu of it all with Tom, I kind of, I just always felt like it was on obviously a public scale, but how many people have been in relationships where they find out something about their partner and you just want to will it not to be true? But and it's like the WM... And you don't want to be publicly embarrassed. But it's like the W... That's true. But it's like the WMDs in Iraq. We all Why fucking, are we getting into... No, because it's too soon. <laughs> I, I think you're taking me out with those comparisons. No, but you know what it is? Like, I think like I sat there and I was like, no, Osama bin Laden's not from Iraq. This has nothing to do with 9-11. They already said from the UN and Colin Powell that there's no WMDs. And then like everybody, including the Democrats, it's not even political because the Democrats were on the same side as the Republicans in that moment. But mm-hmm. I was like, what are you doing? We all know this is bullshit. This war is a, a total mm. um, based on a lie. And like, we all knew Tom was cheating on her. There was this whole period of time, please don't let it be about Tom, et cetera, et cetera. But it was already true like months before. You know, we were talking about how we both thought that the stories about Mauricio cheating were were fake yeah, until they turned we out to be real. Before, uh, we, uh, before but when we everybody playing, was making yeah. allegations about Tom before it turned out to be real, we weren't like, it's just rumors. We were like, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's true. Whatever Ramona right. and Sonia are saying is is and I'm not like I believe everything Ramona Singer says. Like I just I just you could smell that was true. And Luann is very smart. Like and I you know, maybe she was in willful denial. Totally. But I don't I think Luann was driving her I I, I think that people that have been on reality TV this long mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I might have said this to you before, maybe not on on tape, but like 
something that struck me with Luann, and I'm, by the way, in a very good place with Luann. I've, I Love. feel so loving to her, and I'm loving her on the Ultimate Girls trip. She's, which great. I, she's so great on she's Ultimate like Girls trip, She's like a hero. And I felt so that good. way, honestly, about... Um, the first one? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. But I, I'm so in love with her. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that. Love, love, love. But like, so I say this with no judgment, but the second time she was in rehab, I remember being on the phone with her. This is like summer of 2018. Okay. It's the one that famously Bethany got Bravo to pay for. Oh my God, that was a dark Supposedly Luann like left too early and there was a whole controversy. Controversy. Um, And so I I was on the phone with her while she was in rehab and she was telling me the story I had already heard from a couple other people, including her then makeup artist uh, whose house in Westchester she had been at when like a whole sort of meltdown like really like hit the skids. Yeah. And Luann was telling me this story about like being like in the woods in the middle of the night in her negligee and like running from the cops who like, you know, that like her friend had called because she was acting like irrationally and like being in the woods in the middle of the night. Or maybe it wasn't the middle of the night, but it seemed like the middle of the night in her negligee and like like um, hiding and feeling like the presence of like her Native American ancestors protecting her. Wow. And like. Then that story into like her kids that were threatening legal action on her at the time she because of the famous the story that's been the public. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and she's telling me this story, and I'm like agog, you know. And she gets to the end of it, and I can just hear her like taking drags off her cigarette, and she's like, I mean, <laughs> it's just really crazy. And it was like I felt like she was a producer <gasps> or a writer talking to me about a plot line, wow. not a human being talking to me about very high stakes, real situations in their real life. But don't you think, see, there's like an extra- I relate to that actually. Right, yeah, because that's what I was thinking. Like there's an extra layer to it when it's someone who has an experience being on reality TV for a, over a decade over as Lou a decade. has. But also who among us hasn't had those moments where you're telling something and it's almost like it's out of body to express totally. it. And it's and it's almost like a third person. Absolutely. Even though you're using first, you're thinking about it and communicating, which I think is a defense mechanism. No doubt. You How, want to separate truly. from it. However, I think that 10 years on reality TV where your entire like yeah. life trajectory, yeah, yeah, yeah. your self-worth, like the drug of fame, not to mention money, et cetera. Yeah. I, I truly think that that changes the molecules. And I think, uh, you know, and, and, and Luann is, you know, maybe as, uh, you know, for the world of reality TV OGs, like to, in 2023, like going into 2024, I think Luann is about like as like sort of together and like sharp she and like, really you know, is. kind of like. And I love to see it. Love to see it. Love to see it. Love to see I want it. Luann to succeed. I want her to try. Totally. I really do. Totally. And she is. Yeah. But. A lot of people. But I, I think that this is just a fact of, of you know, mm. who, who she is and, you know, or a huge facet of it. Yeah. And that was really striking to me. And so I, and I have seen that in the way in all my interactions with the rest of them, too, mm. that there's just this. You know, it's like when they talk about like in that Joan Rivers documentary oh, where like work of art. She, yeah, which talks about like um, the career. Melissa mm. talks about how it was always the career mm-hmm. with Joan's career. That was the whole family's deal. I think that these things, especially when there's fame and money involved, it's become so central. It's the same reason. I mean, not to go back to politics, but we talk about like how did these people like enable Trump or whatever, you know, like, but I think it's because you're doing a job. It's I remember my cousin who was an insurance salesman in New York, moved out to LA when I was a kid growing up in LA to work for Walt Disney. Hmm. 
and not you know not Disneyland like Dis you know Buena Vista Pictures or whatever. Oh, okay. But you know, so he was working in like the Disney Studios, and mm-hmm. uh, and he was there for about six months or so, and then he decided he hated it, and he went back to New York, back to the insurance industry. And I I'm not going to get his. He had like a funny one liner about it, okay. but he was like, it was really the stakes were so high and it was so cutthroat and yet it was about something that was like pretend and silly and it just, you know, but that's show business, right? And that's politics and there's these industries where we're like at all cost, make it happen. You're judged by the results. There's infinite like fame and fortune available if you succeed and Mm. you fucking do what you fucking have to do Mm -hmm. to fucking make it happen. Mm -hmm. And you know, that nowhere is that more true than like a reality TV star who's like, you know, their own personal life is the content. And that's literally, you know, and it, what makes them the star? I mean, if you can call Real Housewives a competition show because it's like being the most on camera each season is winning. And also you're often competing against like the audience's memory of who you were before. Totally. So like if you have high stakes one season and it's because of a terrible situation that's happening yeah. in your life, how do you match those stakes so that it feels like drama, yeah. including if you're like doing well? Yeah. I feel like that's a conundrum with my, the queen, the light of my life, my poor sweet Shan is like- Shannon Bador. Yeah, love of my, yes. hashtag I stand for Shan, yeah. is like the, confu- did you get my holiday card yet by the way? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> Um, the, I'm just, I love it. I'm glowing. Um, but love her, die for her obsessed with her. But that's like also sort of the issue, but opportunity is like, God, this terrible thing is happening in her life, but what great content. So how do you get out of that cycle? Especially if you're not living a life that is healthy or safe. Well, not to say that Shan isn't living a life. But I mean, you know, I think that that's why they all want to do like a Chardonnay or a shoe because like in addition to making money and capitalizing on their fame, they can have the dream is a storyline that's not a toxic personal thing in yeah. their marriage. You know, the most nightmare storyline is a divorce, right? That's mm. they'll take it if if it's all that's there. Mm-hmm. But they don't want that. You know, they don't want to go to jail. Those are the things that are sort of guaranteed like big plot lines. So, you know, Luann has done so great with the cabaret, not just as the cabaret being a thing she does in the real world, but as a storyline on the show, it was even when it was a joke and she was the, you know, they were all being mean to her about it, it was still something that was central, you know? And and I think it's been so great for her, you know, and in some ways that was the original Bethany story of like skinny girl going public. Totally. You know? Um and they're all kind of chasing that, you know? And and it's also part of part of the appeal, I think, of Beverly Hills, because like you kind of feel like for whether it's true or false, and I'm sure it varies among them, but you kind of feel like they all have money and like they-, they I think they do on Beverly and, Hills. And indeed, some of them even have fame. I mean, Lisa Rinna was famous before she 100%. did the show. Eileen Davidson, you know? Yeah. And so I think that there's- Garcelle, obviously. Garcelle and Denise Richards, you yeah. know? And I think there's like this th- thing of, what am I trying to say? It. I think it allows- for a little more uh, storyline that's not necessarily like mm-hmm. you're getting divorced, you're going to jail, you know. Well, it allows for it allows for more gravitas that yeah. comes in immediately. Like the stakes are high just in terms of name recognition. That adds a certain weight to some of these scenes. Unfortunately for Denise, at this point, I think for many 
Bravo yeah. viewers. She's seen, and I don't mean this in a like a negative way or a derogatory way. She's obviously had a very accomplished career, but I think of her less as an actress now. Of I course. really do think of her as a Real Housewife, and especially like right now with the most recent episode, I think of her as someone who was a Real Housewife who's now like hopefully getting compensated and like yeah. being a yeah, not totally. even a friend of, but like a cameo plus and like yeah. being dragged through the wood by <laughs> Erica Jane. Like yeah. where the gravitas here is like in the. I mean, the absolute dramatic series yeah. of drags. But what does that do for impact, especially for yeah. Denise, who like doesn't have she doesn't have the foundations just specific to the universe, specific to the bubble. She doesn't have the foundation of being a full time cast member. Yeah. So like when she's interacting in these scenes, she has only so many opportunities. We see to it land through their eyes, basically. You we, know, we see it through their each eyes. Each cast but like member only has a little bit of minutes. an opportunity, right. to make the show right through their gaze, right. And when you are a guest, a friend of, etc we're really not seeing your perspective. Totally. You know? And that's hard, especially when you're in a, a, a conflictual situation like Denise is, you know, which is why it seems so ill-advised to like come in with like, a, you know, ax to grind. But that's another story. So speaking of that story, yeah. like how do you unpack for yourself Denise's kind of flop? But I mean that in like a totally endearing yeah. way. Well, I think of her okay. in a very endearing speaking way. Speaking of but... senility that I was saying that I'm losing my mind, <laughs> I almost went back. It got resolved fast enough on the show that I didn't have to do it. But I was like, I need to go back to like the Lucy Juicy Apple whatever season because I'm like, I don't remember what Erica did. Well, I don't remember what Erica did. Problem. But then it cl quickly became clear. Yeah. But at first they were all being like, Oh, she's mad at Erica. And I was like, and we all are confused? Or you're saying, like, here comes the shit, you know? But then it became more clear yeah. a few minutes later that we all are confused. And I was like, okay, if you, I'm not like forgetting some huge no. thing. Because Lisa Rinna was the like, pot the shit starter with the totally. whole, like, lesbian, whatever. Yeah, right? Erica was the shoe chef. The sous chef. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. But I mean, you know, it it felt odd. Well, Ed Moylan talked about this in the recap that it's like, like, we all were thinking like, is this about the lesbian thing that she was like second fiddle on? And then it became so crazy to find out what it really was. Oh yeah, it wasn't about that at all. No, I mean, she why seems... am I confused about that now? Like because you're literally saying that out because now it's and I'm so like, absurd. Oh, right. And the thing that she said it was was so stupid and small. And you know, with the kids overhearing whatever. I mean, I don't think it was. I don't no, think it, it was a nothing burger. I do think it was that a that nothing really burger. Years later, to be holding on and come in fucking guns blazing. Especially I think if high. you have four years, you did you say especially high? Yeah. I think if or whatever you, she was. I don't you think know. she was high. I think she said on something. It could have been Bethany's pod that she had like mixed cold medication, which will well, that's fuck you high. Up. I mean, yeah, I was yeah, in rehab yeah. with wanna, guys who took like you okay, know. Okay, I don't like, want to suggest. Okay, yeah. Okay, I don't want to suggest something that like we're living in the upside down. There was a fucking THC party. Yeah, I think true. Drugs are what you say they are. You know. <laughs> I think the issue for Denise was that like if you've had four years to reflect on it. Ideally, That's even we can know a little bit sooner than in, in the follow-up episode what's happening. If she had said something, it would have been like, yeah, that was really inappropriate, Erica. You need to get your shit together. But like coming in, like it was like, I, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. <laughs> Prepare to die. Yeah. And we don't. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. But also like what? Like. Okay. So like the cold medicine thing, like. We all know that like don't do something stupid. I don't want to no, add. I'm not saying something stupid. Okay. I'm saying like I understand that like sometimes things go like haywire. Yeah. But, like 
And she could have been really nervous. Okay, but like, so you're saying she on purpose made herself not sober to? Re- no, I'm not saying that at it. all. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying I'm she saying- accidentally mixed stuff, which people do. No, but yeah, but you know what? When you're going to film Benjamin. your first time on television in several years, Who, wouldn't whole, you be extra careful? The whole foundation of Housewives is people not being careful in that way and not thinking and things happening. I mean, that to me seemed like an epic blunder. Well, I think she learned as a result. I don't think she's thrilled about what happened and the fact that it it was, you know, an LOL to so many people. I 100% don't think it was purpose. I wasn't even laughing. I felt sad for her. It was very disturbing. I I felt sad for her because I felt like this woman is like not able to communicate. And I think it was, I am taking her at her word because it's truly, I mean, like LOL for podcasts about (laughs) housewives. Like, I do feel like it's genuinely none of my business. And- what are you even talking bad? about? I, know, I cannot I, believe you. I, I literally I, just shared private things Luann said to me on the phone from <laughs> rehab. But you as a total stranger don't want to opine on like no, the public spectacle I, of Denise's I fucked up. I am up-ness. happy to opine about the public spectacle, but I'm not going to assume that I have any idea of what she consumed and why. Because well, I think that would be inappropriate well, for me. I, Genuinely, I, I, don't. I don't care what she took. It doesn't matter to yeah, me. Yeah, we saw the result. But I don't but, think it was on purpose. I don't think she was like, I, I need to, I I think if she thought I need to loosen up, she and, and this was a cold medicine thing, and I could be completely wrong that she said that, but I do believe it. People also famously made. lie. I mean, she could have had like three martinis sure, before and she I'm left taking, the house. Sure, and I'm taking her at her word, and it's really, to me, and but I know that's worse, like saying something, but it's neither here. thing. It, it, I think she was nervous as anybody would be and she doesn't she's Yeah, not- but if she was saying I was so fucking nervous to deal with all you fucking cunts and so what did I do? I thought let me have a glass of wine and I was starting to loosen up a little and she then I stupidly had three more glasses and I shouldn't have done it and trust me I regret it because I really am mad at Erica and I'm instead of like making my point and like yeah. getting to say it I came across like like I was like delusional and like what was I talking about? I would have full respect for that. But someone that's like, oh, I took some cold medicine and I didn't know that it messes you up. And Dorit's a multimillionaire. Everybody lies. Everybody lies to protect themselves. This goes back to what I was saying, though, about the um, Kelly was the wrong example. But this is when they're telling a story that's so transparent that it actually doesn't protect them. Right. Like we Luann, when she's like famously like turned around with the whole moment of like, just be cool. Don't be all uncool. Yeah. When Luann stopped being like, it's Mrs. Deliceps, please. Nobody liked her when she was Mrs. Deliceps. But when Luann was like, just be cool. Don't be all uncool. When Luann became the fucking like throaty cock gobbler that she is in real life, Luann became a rock star. Like, Super you know, Super and I think that's true for all of them. Like the the more they, that's why the whole thing, I mean, it's such a cliche now on Housewives to be like, own it. You have to own it. But it's true when they own it, they're, they can be human. They can be flawed. They can be multidimensional. When they own it, they have a very strong chance of winning us over. And when they do these sort of fake narratives and whatever, it's like, that's part of why Erica has been so, um, uh, in the doghouse the last couple of years because she didn't really want to speak her truth. And the mm. few things she did say were so unlikable, you know? Yeah. And Or they uh, didn't feel truthful. 
or yeah, well, she was just parroting Her what she was supposed to say, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it was a sort of catch twenty two. I mean, I'm not saying Erica had a lot of op- when, when there's a legal thing. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Different situation. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But like it, but it hurt her on the show. I mean, yeah. it's lucky for her that she's still on the show because now she can like you know be more of like the person that like fans will enjoy. Yeah. Not just fans will enjoy, but that will be good TV. Mm-hmm. You know. Which she's doing this season. She's having a great, a great recovery season. season. Totally. I mean, it's so funny though. Going like. I feel like I'm oversimplifying it too to even say it's about them being authentic. Just because, like, thinking about like Eileen Davidson and like Kathy Hilton uh-huh. as like two people who were like not ultimately like rock stars on the housewife. And I love them both in different ways okay. and love watching them, but they both sort of like just fell short of like really like transcending. I think Eileen, because she was sort of so like relatable and real and, and cool grounded. and grounded that ultimately she could only ever be sort of like, like the relatable person for the audience in a crazy situation. Mm-hmm. But you need that little extra flame of crazy to really like triumph on the housewives, you mm-hmm. know? And, uh, and then Kathy, it's like, she saved her craziest moments for like off camera and mm-hmm. just, ga- you know, gave us just sort of quirky and fabulous, which we gobbled up, but she wasn't really willing to be like, I'm going to fucking scream this house down and like be, you know, right. I mean, it could have been horrifying. Like if we had seen that famous, like, you know, alleged conversation, like maybe we'd all be in therapy. How now. upset is Kyle that that wasn't on camera? Cause now Kyle just has to reference it. Kyle's yeah. to reference like Kathy's not always great, but we never saw but it. I don't honestly even understand. I don't understand the relationship and I do understand the relationship. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Cause I'm the Kathy in my family. Are you? Yeah. Well, at least I'm the older sibling. And I think a lot of the Kathy stuff to some extent is older sibling stuff, especially because like, you know, there's, I mean, did you were the one that told me to read that book, right? Which book? About the Hiltons, about the Richards sisters. I haven't read it. Oh, you need House to of Hilton? Read it. Isn't that what it's yes, called? Yes, it's fucking incredible. Is it? Oh, it's crazy. You know that Mrs. Uh, Richards, like Big Kathy. Big Kathy. Thank you. How can I forget? Big <laughs> Kathy was like I a Mama Rose. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, 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 like, totally. But like the real Mama Rose, not Bernadette Peters. No, you know? like the dark, like a the killer. darkness. Yeah, yeah. I, it, that book, I gobbled that book. Wait, up. so out like of like Luann with a cock <laughs> reincorporation. So out of Kathy, Kim, and Kyle, you identify as the Kathy in your group dynamic or well, as a person? I'm all of them, right? Because like I'm the addict, like Kim, and I just Kyle's always been my girl, like. You know, see, when I first started these shows, I was like a tree hugger. And you'll be very pleased to know, despite all the kind things she did for me personally. Are you a Gorgita Crunch as a As a Christian woman, I can no longer condone what... Well, no, I always loved Melissa, too, to be honest. Oh, okay. Because you and I have had drag-out fights on But Andy's that was girls. more about, like, ca- uh, like um, uh, what what's her was, name? I don't even remember. Uh, fucking, Kathy? you know... Jacqueline? Van- no, what's... Her- yeah, Jackie and what's her name? Is it Kathy? My names are getting all mixed up. Wakili? No, the, well, no, I Kathy Wakili, I kind of enjoyed. No, what's her Daniel name? Daniel Stop? No, the, with the with the spinoff with the Caroline sons. Manzo. Caroline Manzo. You forgot him. Caroline's name? It's been a long time. Wow. I, what am I supposed to watch her YouTube show? <laughs> but um, no, but I like back in the honest. day, like even though I loved Caroline so much, yeah, like season one and stuff, course. like when it was between Teresa and Caroline, like I was team. You know, and you and I used to have fights about this because you'd yeah. be like. You're just wrong. Teresa's like a terrible person. Like, what are you saying? And I was like, I love her. And then when I worked with her, she was so nice to me that I couldn't like have anything but love for her. Yeah. But the last few years, I have just watched her and been like, God, she's a monster and just the worst. Oh, and see, now I have developed a lot of empathy for her. 
it's a long journey, this life. It is. But, How interesting that we're kind of doing yeah. like a little bit I mean, of a... I, I'm sure you could tell me. But I don't hate her, hate her, but I just... Yeah. She's hard to watch. But what I was going to say, though, was Teresa was like from the season one. I was like, that's my girl. Yeah. And like Bethany from season one of New York, I was like, that's my girl. Yeah. Bethany left. Teresa went off the deep end. But the one whose heart I have felt all these years was always Kyle. Mm. But I will say it's just funny, like, roles and relationships. Like, you know, in some friend groups, you're the Samantha. In some friend groups, you're the Miranda, et cetera, et cetera. Like, like my best friend, Marissa, I always thought that, like, I was Lisa Vanderpump and she was Kyle Richards. Oh. Because she always reminds me of Kyle or Kyle reminds me of her. Okay. But, like, when I started, like, confronting my own, like, addiction, I was (gasps) like, oh, no, she's Kyle and I'm fucking Kim. That was a very oh hard pill to swallow, God. pun intended. But um, but so but I think we're you know we have these aspects in all of our lives. So what was my point of all this? Oh, but in my family, I mean, in some ways, I'm the Kim in my family because I'm the addict. But in, I also feel like I'm the Kathy because I'm like the oldest one and I'm like the sort of like controlling, like fucked up one who's like how many siblings do you have? One, two. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Wow, wow, wow! And my like adorable little brother is like you know the baby is like Kyle, you know. See, I think I'm the Kyle because I'm just like I have been a little codependent, trying to like keep everybody still loving each other, even when yeah, and crazy. like seen as the person to fix everything, fix everything, but also just stay quiet about everything. I've been the one where it's yeah. like crazy, terrible things have happened, yeah. and I'm just expected to just like carry it, carry yeah. it on behalf of everybody else, yeah, and then try to figure out how the fuck to like make it through. Like it's that's why I, as you as you have as well, I felt a lot of connection and empathy for Kyle because mm. I think she's. There's a, a, a difficult conversation, like the spiritual Al-Anon of it all, of yeah. like what she has experienced. And while my family hasn't been touched by addiction in that way, there are other similarities that I totally. feel connected to. And um, I think that's the thing that it can be provocative to think in that way. And also people disagree entirely. Kyle is really very much... Uh, a kind of lightning rod of feeling people really either very much vibe with her or absolutely do not. And it's fascinating because I think this season we've seen some true examples of who Kyle maybe always was and has developed into that are not positive. She reminds me of Kim this season. Does she? Now that's harsh for me to say, but like in the scenes now, and I, I still love Kyle and I support her journey and et cetera. I mean, I'm, I'm team Kyle. Yeah. Ride or die. But like when she's in those scenes with Mauricio and talking about the tattoos and she's like, because I wanted one, then your business. And like, fuck yeah, it's none of his business. Totally. But the way she was saying it reminded me of like crazy Kim behavior. Why? Like I almost was like, is Kyle on something? And I'm not saying she is. Oh my God, you referencing. No, no, but I'm I'm honestly, I, I didn't intellectually think this... But I was like, she's acting erratic in this way. Not that I was like, therefore she must. I wasn't like, therefore she's high. But I was like, this is such a toxic, weird situation. And maybe it's maybe things were already. Maybe they had made a decision as a reality TV couple. She had made a decision that they were at the very least, you know. But I think there was a tension between what was on camera between them and maybe what was really. I don't know. I you have more information than I even do. But like, uh, but I. it's, I've never seen Kyle, I've seen Kyle through all these years watching the show be 
solid. I've seen people freaking out all over her. Even when Kim was at her craziest, I always felt like Kyle just came from a place of like, I love you. This is making me so sad. I'm just doing my best. Why, you know, I wish you weren't acting the way you are. You know, Lisa Vanderpump, I all, and maybe I bought Kyle's bullshit. You know, the people that don't like Kyle and say she's like a producer or whatever, you know? Well, I think I can like Kyle and say she's 100% a producer. Sure. But I mean, that say, you know, that in a derogatory way, you the, know, the dark, complicated. But I, I fell for her artistic producing, you know? Okay. All the Lisa Vanderpump stuff, I was mm-hmm. just always It was organic. Kyle. It felt organic. It was whole I was always on was Kyle's side in all these conflicts, you know? And, you know, and Kathy, uh, I, I intuitively knew what their dynamic was even before details were coming out because I felt the force of Kathy's personality and Kathy's place in the world. And I saw the way Kyle sort of like scrambled and kowtowed. And I, I related to Kyle's codependency and Al-Anon kind of stuff of like, mm-hmm. just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Kyle's like the person that tries to get everybody joining in the laugh so we can like put the tension behind us all yeah. the time. You know, I totally got it. And and it's also passive aggressive. Yes, but like, you know, behind yeah. under the surface, yeah, you yeah. know, there's anger there. Wanting the official yeah, yeah, yeah. story to always just be like cool yeah. and everything's fine, you know. And I but I in this Mauricio situation and maybe it's just that I don't understand like heterosexual marriage and for her it feels so scary and dangerous to challenge him like that cuz I didn't like the way he was talking to her at all, being like Kyle, love and he called, yeah, love being, you know, Hate like it. that's like calling her like a diminutive, like, you know, he's telling her to shut the fuck up. Yeah. But so I fucking hated that. But like the, the like sort of passive, like bratty teenager tone she took and being like, she was kind of like, it's none of your business. Like I wanted her to be like, uh, yeah, I do what I want. And she seemed like she was like, I think maybe I'm just not taking into account like, how scary it was for her to stand up to him. And that's why she seemed not solid to me talking back to him, you know, um, however toxic and bad things have gotten at different moments between her and Kim and between her and Kathy, that's a lane that she's been in her whole life. Whereas I think maybe she and Mauricio have had like a pretty smooth sailing marriage to the outside. Well, until, they've presented a smooth well, sailing but, and, marriage. And have been able to without ripples yeah, on the surface. True, 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 true. And whenever the bad stuff started, whether it was six months ago or five years ago or whatever. I think probably a year ago. You know, yeah. but she can't fake it, you know. And so that. She doesn't want to fake it. It That was that was hard to watch for me because I, I didn't. I've never seen her be. I don't know. I wonder if you you I know you watch it more than once. So I wonder uh, if I should watch it again and see if I if I was just projecting something or if like I don't see it as erratic at all. Erratic is too strong of a word. Erratic feels negative to me. Well, I did. I liked. I mean, I think it quite. I liked what she was doing, but I felt like she was coming from a place that seemed not solid. I think she was coming from a place that was entirely solid, but new. I think that she has decided for herself as a result, which we finally got into on last week's episode about losing her dear, dear friend, her sister, Laureen, that we've gotten to the place of understanding a conversation that's existed within the Bravo community prior, being aware of what she had experienced, that she has really came to like across to a, what's it called? Crossing the roads? I'm like Crossroads? Yes, thank you. Fork in the road? Thank you. To a fork in the road. And a knife and a spoon. And an inflection was, point. An inflection point. Just any of those words will do. Just like the insurrection. <laughs> I'm going to fucking murder you. You need to stop. Um, but she came to a point where she really was like, this is not the life I want to have anymore. Yeah. Because the person who was so connected to helping 
navigate this life is no longer here. But we still don't, don't even really know what happened with that, right? What do you like mean? Like the rumor is that he cheated. I don't think it required anything. It, it doesn't require it. But so what do we actually know that he's been away a lot? We know that They've he's not apart. giving her what she needs. Yeah. And she realized as a result of maybe uh, certainly trauma and grief that she's experienced, but also just maybe a redefinition or a reconception of the kind of life she wants to lead, yeah. that he does not fit into that. And he's not able to give her what she wants. He's like... No, she had what she wanted with her best friend who died by suicide. Terrible. Who we've never heard of. We've absolutely heard of. They did flashbacks oh, of her. her yeah, I've heard of her. You're talking about flashbacks on the episode this last week. From prior episodes. I've We've 100% heard of Lorene. Okay. I swear Just, to God. I'm not saying anything you. about this. Like I said, I'm team Kyle. But I have noticed a thing in Housewives where people have like an excuse to rationalize no, something. you're completely off. It's and then there's like, there's totally some receipts, off. but 100%, you're 100% off. It is the kind of thing someone who's a no, producer ben, we're not would gonna, do. That's so dark and so fucked up. And she's not doing that. I think people who hate Kyle would acknowledge we don't need to invalidate the. I'm not invalidating it. I'm just taking maybe some of the no, validation not in gonna, question. No, I'm not going to go. You can see the look of like fury in my eyes. We're I not, not going to go down that path because it's worse than when so I said that. that um, I don't know. Maybe Denise I Richards might have been aware that cold medicine is. <laughs> Them up. <laughs> Truly. I do not call people cunts, except men. You did literally minutes ago. Who did I call that? I think a several a group of housewives. I was you... quoting them. <laughs> it was cunty. I said cunty. You definitely, definitely did cunty. Um shout out to a girls trip, which we will get into. No, I think we can we can acknowledge and respect the level of intimacy and relationship. The fact that this woman was in her will and was designated as the person Kyle wanted to take yeah. care of her financial um her I don't financial resources, her children, her family, we don't need to take away from the level of connection that it was her literal sister. It was her best friend since she was seven. But I think as a result of losing that and losing that support system, she had to look at the other largest yes, support system. And she said that I think she's in a place of like a little bit of zero fucks, because if she's in a new reality, she never thought she would exist in, which is a reality without her very real significant support system. Yes. Okay. Lightning round and quick more, two rumors for you to respond to because I don't what? know if they're true. Is that is that a lesbian relationship? I, 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 I think that they're very close. If you had to bet money, you'd say no. If I had to bet sexual. money, I would say that they are in a relationship and that I do think it's very interesting that on the after show, Dorit was like, so they said they're good friends, so that's what they are. And there was a little bit of an awkwardness in watching that and in watching Dorit say that out loud, do I think that there's like maybe a relationship going on? It's entire. Yeah, I would lean more toward more toward. Yes. Yeah, I would. Interesting. OK. And then what about the the Mauricio and Dorit rumor? Any do you believe that? Absolutely at all? not. Totally not false. even a little bit. Okay, cool. I think she accidentally or maybe just in a moment of her own trauma, like kissed his shoulder and everybody was like, oh my God, they're fucking. Like, cool, I don't cool, believe cool. in any way that any part of that is true. Great. Do I think that there have been complications in like Dorit and PK's marriage? Yes. For Do I sure. think it's fucking you, you nuts? You try you, being married to <laughs> I love PK, I have to tell you. Do I think it's fucking nuts that at this point, after this many years on the show, we never got into her financial stuff? I think that's insane, especially because like, what is her plot at this point? Like, yeah. she's going to be demoted to a friend of, and she- It was Beverly is, Beach. 
know, which I think is like no longer a thing. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Maybe but, she can marry Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I Fam- don't know famous a- Trumper. <laughs> I think I'm gonna murder you. But I think I think with the Kyle stuff, um, I think it's I think it's important to acknowledge and validate Kyle's grief and experiences, and oh, yeah, also yeah. to say that I I'm going out of your way to like erase the well, damage I did on that. <laughs> I think you're completely wrong, and I think it's like I think it's a little. <laughs> I, think I think in that sense like that's like a honestly i have to say like i you're i think that's a, I, I am offended. a little bit offended you i think that's a like really actually, shitty thing like hurt no i think it, I, I actually kind of am because i think it's like if a person is coming to you with their grief like the literal worst thing that you can do is but try she to didn't invalidate come it. to me she talked about it on a tv show well i guess yeah, she's not gonna uh, apologies i don't know that your number is in her cell she's it's not gonna not. like text i can tell you, you spoiler <laughs> no don't you can look all day it's I, think I don't that, even have her email i don't think the the tldr on this is i did not see kyle's behavior with um with Maurice, who his name I literally just forgot. I don't think and of you it as gave anyway. me shit for forgetting <laughs> Caroline Manzo, who hasn't been on TV since the Obama administration. I don't think the fact that you're inserting stuff now just just fully fuck with me. I mean, that was a pretty innocuous <laughs> statement of like, time. Like, okay, great. There's no I stop the steal with Obama. <laughs> I mean, you can say. Joe Biden is not the legitimate president now, but everybody agrees Obama was president then. Trump agrees Obama was president. You need to stop. I'm being very serious. You need to stop. I think the Kyle of it all, circling back for the 18th time, is not, to me, I did not see her being erratic. I I saw her as being radically honest in a way that we haven't before and not allowing herself to perform for the cameras and also perform for Mauricio. Like I gasped at that kiss that started. Oof, that was, was worse than love being. It was so She said bad. something about it. Didn't she say like, don't kiss me that way or something like that? I don't know that she said, don't kiss me that way. I, he had some sort of response. I honest, cause I was so, and I watched it a couple times again, which you can tell is yeah. a, a ongoing theme, but them starting with like the, um, Mauricio with the Christopher Nolan-esque uh, music and it being yeah. drama and like very strange, which I was It was very unlike into. any scene we've ever seen between them. I mean, the setup of it, I was like, is like literally Batman going to come out? Like, what is, what are they setting us up for? I don't remember that room being lit that way before. And then didn't it go to, at one point, I think it, there was like, at one point they cut or they reused maybe a clip of Sutton saying something about how Kyle's in denial and it went to a yeah, photo of them. Yeah. Like the production is making very clear oh God, that I'm we're on the same boat. I don't even know that we're going to have time to talk about Sutton. What, what terrible thing, do, what terrible take do you have about Sutton? I fucking hate Sutton. God, I've never liked her. Is... I've never liked her. Okay. Um. Well, shout out to Avi again. We can agree that Avi is wonderful. You know, there are moments when I enjoy Sutton, uh-huh. but she she's so delusional and like she talk about like putting out a fake story. Like I'm on the board of the ballot, this ballot, you know. That's not fake. No, but like that that's an absurd made up story about why she's walking out of the like oh, magic sure. mic. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like it's so. Um, It's so pretentious, you know. It's like everything is just like. Is this new to you that Sutton might be a little bit pretentious? This no, is like breaking news. For, to you? you know, Sutton triggers me. It's weird. She gets under my skin in ways that like other ones of them could 
do things that don't bother. Like Sutton, I get like, I want her like off the show, you know? What? Like she, she really gets like bothers me, you know? This is fascinating. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think that, um, I think maybe I resent Sutton's sort of like blindness to like her privilege. Like back, like when we were all like getting woke in like 2019 or 2020 or whatever, you know, and there was that whole thing with like Crystal and like Garcelle and everything. Mm-hmm. And I also, I will say, I think Garcelle, who like comes for the other women, like, I mean, she is not, you know, I mean, she wouldn't give her one fucking inch, you know, like, I mean, after, uh, you know, with similar. I mean, I thought the stuff that like was going on with like Ramona and Luann with um, what's her name Ebony uh, with Ebony, they were doing things that were like much more bold face, like problematic. And Ebony was just like, okay, like let me think of different ways to like work through this. Because she's you in and an impossible you. situation, you know. Whereas she's in an like, I mean, Dorit clearly is like not the sharpest like tack in the drawer but like kind of has like good intentions and like i'm not making excuses for her and nor should um garcelle but garcelle was like hard pass on this like it's not my job to educate you right however all that shit with sutton that first season garcelle is just like team sutton garcelle and i think it's i think garcelle's just really smart she's one of those like housewives 2.0 kind of people that's like knows how to like succeed at the show and I think Garcelle knows it's good for her just to like have Sutton be like you know kind of like need her support rather than like she could easily turn on Sutton I think Sutton in many ways has been more guilty of the stuff Garcelle gets mad at the other characters for um so I think maybe I resented that because like Garcelle was coming hard for Kyle like when, on her, Garcelle's first season, or maybe it was Garcelle's second season, and I was like, mm, but my Kyle, you know. Whereas like Sutton, I was seeing do like worse things, and Garcelle was just like, you guys are mean to Sutton, la 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 la. So I think like maybe I like felt that was like unfair and like made me mad more at Sutton. As far as just why she bothers me more than like, I also don't. She's not like her fabulousness is just spending money. Sutton's, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's opposed to like Lisa Vanderpump, who say what you will, like is someone who has like, lifelong style, you know, and like Kyle has her own little sort of like Beverly Hills thing. And, you know, maybe like, you know, California thing, whatever Kyle sort of like, you mm-hmm. know, like Donna Karen peasant dress or whatever the fuck it is, you know, and. You know, and Dorit, like, is clearly just, like, a fashion victim, like, label whore, like, whatever. But, like, it's sort of a thing unto itself. It's kind of almost she like... costumes. You know, with yeah. Dorit, it's almost like seeing, like... It's almost like a joke, but it's sort of fabulous in its way. Where Sutton, it just kind of, like... It, I, don't, I, I don't... I just don't enjoy the bit with that. Where it was, like... I think I... I think I have more room in my heart for other other characters good and bad sides. I think Sutton, like, I have, like, no, like, tolerance for her. Like, she gets under me. Um, It reminds me of how I get with Ramona, who, like, triggers me. Although, Ramona, I can't help but fall in love with... I mean, I will get so hostile to Ramona. I'm never in love. I've never been in love with Ramona. Like, but I'll, like... I mean, I ended, like, that last season of New York, like, fucking over Ramona. And then it was, you know, the old New York. And then there she was on the UGT, your favorite. And I was like, I was like, oh, she's in pot. And I started out being like, this is kind of fun. But then like once they were like on the plane, I was like, she's got to go. By the end of that first season of UGT with like, um, 
you know, with uh, Melissa and Teresa and everybody, mm-hmm. like even Teresa, I was like, yeah, she's all right. Like, like Ramona, I was like, get her off my TV. And somehow this season, I kind of, I'm just, I don't love her, but like, I'm just like, it's just Ramona. <laughs> I can't believe that you're comparing or finding similarities in Ramona and Sutton. That's like upsetting. Because you think Sutton is not bad. Because I don't think bad. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Sutton deserves that. And I also think the Garcelle thing, that's an interesting point of like, uh, but I think that's also what happens when you develop a relationship with someone is that you have more instinctive trust or maybe grace. But she did for from the beginning. Behave. I didn't like the way this was the, actually, this is the original sin, was the way Sutton was with Crystal. Yeah. Now I know Crystal, she's not the like fan favorite. Like, I like Crystal. Um and uh, and that situation, like, I felt for her, you know? And I thought Sutton was just, like, really, like, sort of gaslighting her and weird about well, it. Well, the rest of the cast was, too, especially yeah, were, Kyle. Yes. They were all... It was a fucked up situation, yeah. and they did not behave 100%. well. But I really felt for Crystal, and to me, like, the... I really blamed like Sutton for that. Yeah, and I'm curious what's going to happen with Crystal and Anna Ann, who... Anne-Marie. Yeah. Or Anna Marie, depending on who you're speaking to. It seems like it's Anne Marie, and just some of them say her name wrong because no, like, they're too busy to say quite her name. Literally, right. Anna Marie. That's not how it's spelled. I think it is. I think it's A N N E M A R I E. I think it's Anna, but so many of them get it wrong, and the lower third is also wrong. The fact that nobody cares. You're saying the lower name. third is wrong. I'm sorry, I'm using the mic weird. <laughs> I am a hundred. What's her last name? Something. Something sports. <laughs> It's Anna Ann Esophagus. Her, oh, wait. Oh, fuck. It is Anne Marie. Wait, but then people call, because then on the after show, this is really like the inception of like literally the movie inception of like what is actually real here. Because then on the after show, Sutton makes a point of saying her name is Anna Marie and I'm the only one who says it accurately. And I was like, she is right because it is Anna Marie. Maybe but the now right that thing I'm is, it is it's Anne Marie. Well, maybe it's spelled fucked up. People have weird ass spellings. No, you know? it's A N N E M A R. I know, but maybe she pronounces that Anna Marie and like, you know, people spell their names in all kinds of crazy it, she ways. She might, she might. Like Ray Fines. That's true. Which is very confusing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's now saying Anne Marie, but I thought I was a fucking genius for calling her her actual name, which was Anna Marie, but you it might, might be actually right. be Anne Marie. No, every single response on this Google and like literally the very first thing is her name is Anne Marie Wiley. It's not Anna Marie. I am so but confused. Did Sutton now. say that in front of her? Sutton said on the after show that she at least has the, enough respect for her to actually call her by her real name, which is Anna, her actual name, which is was Anna Marie. she there? Anna no, Marie? it was. Oh. She was talking to. I don't even remember who she's next. No to one on that the after could show. correct her better than I she. I think knew. she. I don't because I don't think anybody really knows. Right. Yeah. I mean, but like, look, maybe she's changed it. Like, look at like De- Dion Warwick used to be like Diane Warwick, right? I think it's all. I mean, Barbara without an A. Yeah. Like I. But so I know, maybe but it I think, hasn't. Been I think the people same. just misheard her because if you say something really quick. Yeah. Like Amory or Anna Marie. It's going to sound super similar. Yeah. This is the most interesting thing about her. I liked her. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. Well, it's because you hate Sutton. So, of course, you're going to like yeah, her. Yeah. Well, that's a bad take. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can't agree with her trying to esophagus shame. Her. No, that was crazy. But like, How I was. Then what else do you like about her? I, I thought she was fun. I liked when she played tennis with, was it with Kyle? She sat next to a pickleball court. Oh yeah, did they maybe play it? Yeah, sorry, remember. pickleball. Um, Same thing. I, I, 
a dumber version. I like of them. I like her house with her husband and her kids. Like I thought they all seemed like fun and cool. I mean, there's a reason for Brian Moylan's rule, right? How many episodes is it? Five. five. It's the Eileen Davison record. Uh, Accord. The, the, You're not supposed to critique a housewife until five it's, episodes it's a in. Good policy. Are we at five? No, we've we've had four. Jeez. No, 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 no. I'm wrong. Well, I don't know because it's not. She didn't start on the first episode, so oh, I, it's that's hard to a good judge. Point. Because it's we're at, we've it's passed when nine you episodes. Start, it's not when the season no. starts. But it's a good policy because hard. you just we just don't have the information. It's very possible. I'm sure it's more likely that you'll be right and I'll be wrong and I'll be saying, "Oh my god, I hate her." You were so right, but you also could turn around. We just don't know. There's we haven't seen enough of her yet. Well, it's a good I think policy. that she's obnoxious, but I don't think she's bad casting. Like this is the thing of like right. quote unquote respecting your villains. I don't know that I would call her a villain. I would say that I think she's obnoxious and is absolutely crossed over lines d- totally to like in respect, I guess, to Kyle and to like yeah. suck up to her. I'm not the first or 10th person that said that. Yeah. I don't begrudge her for that. Look at how Dorit treated LVP where she was like kissing the ring yeah. her entire first season plus. Um, I mean, that honestly made the most, that made more sense. Dorit. Like, don't you LVP. think when Dorit was growing up, she fantasized being BFFs with someone just like Lisa Vanderpump? Maybe that's she was trying out different accents to, to- find one that fit. Totally. As opposed to like Anne-Marie, I'm sure is very much like, Kyle's like the like alpha that I'm gonna like. Well, I think to. it's also yeah. production being like, wink, wink, you know Kyle, wink, wink, because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. your entry to the show. Totally. So wink, wink, yeah, be yeah. friends with her, wink, wink, because that will help you as episodes go on. Talk it's, about a reality. It's interesting. You didn't say good television. What did you call her? Good casting. Uh, yeah. As opposed to, honestly, Crystal, who I like, but like, She's a little bit Teddy Ruxman. Like, why is she still there? You know? I feel like there was a moment in the most recent episode where I think it was, Dorit was challenging her, right? She was like, what did I say? And Crystal paused and she's like, I want to get this right. And in that moment, I was like, no, we don't care. I like, I know that yeah. language has yeah. been used against Crystal, but in that moment, you got to ride yeah. hard. You got to be instinctive. Yeah. You have to stop keeping stuff in. You can't be a normie. You can't, I mean, being normal, but but Eileen Davidson was is, was professionally normal on on Beverly Hills. But also, Eileen Davidson is a good actor, and so uh, she and so she understood she, the she assignment, even though she wasn't yeah. sort of maybe willing to. That's you know, a good point. I think I, I also I, she had the benefit of sort of like being between like Lisa Rinna and yeah. Erica Jane. Yeah, Eileen Davidson was able to offer something necessary. Yeah. I also don't think it's a matter of like um, being. Um, uh, but what is the word I'm trying to think of? Uh, if you are not external, this is what happens when I literally don't sleep. But like, if you are, what's a different person? Introverted, yes, extroverted. Thank you. If you are being extroverted versus introverted, I don't think that's the right kind of comparison with Crystal. I think it's guttural of like, because yeah. I do think Crystal is an extrovert. And you need to have all different kinds of personality types in a franchise and all different kinds of communication styles. But if you were in a group dynamic and someone is directly asking yeah. you a question, ideally, your gut instinct is to say something back. Totally. Like, and Crystal's smart and she understands what's going smart. on. Yeah. And so that's a, that is exactly a great example of what she lacks in terms of personality type to succeed. Because on Crystal, Housewives. Yeah. Be, right. No, no, totally. Because Crystal had something in her mind that she, she wanted just got to, nervous. She wanted to filter and edit. And who wouldn't be nervous? Of course. I mean, I think that's a really human response, but also this is sort of like an inhumane environment. No, like, well, that's why the Denise Richards often a mark thing, against you. as much as I like blame Denise for that like failure, ch- the bad choices she made and how she conducted that evening, but in her defense, it's a very human you response. You have to make big choices because yeah. cr- playing it safe like Crystal did makes you bad TV, whereas Denise has only been on for two episodes this season and has already 
completely upstaged almost everything else going on by the, you know, the the like intrigue around her. I don't know for Crystal if it's a matter. I think it's I I mean, I'm struggling with it right now. I mean, it is one of those things of you want to put your best foot forward. You want to be right. So it's not used against you. But sometimes you just like need to make a choice. And it's a thing in theater that yeah, we're you're like constantly improv. told you have to make a choice, like make a choice so that the director can say, I'm going to give you an adjustment. Yeah. But you have to make the choice. If you don't actively make a choice, then what the fuck are you doing? Like totally. you have to have a clear intention. You yeah. have to have a clear action. But it's worse than in theater because you're going to suffer the consequences of what you do or don't do on housewives well i mean in theater you might not get the part that's suffering the consequences yeah but i mean yeah you're talking about an audition yeah 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 i am specific to an audition also if like you fuck up a note or something in a 16 or 32 bar cut you're supposed to continue doing you're supposed to continue that you're never supposed to break you're supposed to like make a choice so that people can see what happens when you fuck up are you able to make it through in the audience that could happen totally and in and in life i wish that crystal could continue her 16 bar cut i really do and that's and that's by the way when you when you shocked her brother straight Oh my god, I I I am uh I I did not think about that even a little bit. I I just it's just now occurring to me that we haven't gotten back to that. But I feel like years have gone by in between these episodes because I'm so into them. Like I'm so into each episode of Beverly Hills that yeah. it's like a literal I have to wait a year and a half for a new yeah. episode. No, no, it feels that way. But I just I you know, I binged the first eight in one night, so it that feels whole, recent to me. <laughs> that whole situation is interesting. Like how COVID really impacted yeah. relationships. Obviously, I think about it like through work and stuff because I'm yeah. single. Hello. Um, but like I'm single. So it's like I don't even think about because you hear about relationships that broke down marriages. Because yeah. if you're cooped up in a fucking small apartment yeah. or in a big house with someone. And you have to be on the same page about And it's COVID, high stress. Um, oh, totally. Observance. COVID protocols. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's could not be more high stress. Like the peak of the peak of COVID and that's just sort of like the new normal at this yeah. point like you know that'll always kind of be a thing but I mean the peak though that year plus is yeah. like that was really make it or break it but the idea that like this love of your life is no longer in your life because of circumstances beyond your control and also decisions that you made but that's it's, really it tough. stunk a little the way she told the story and I don't know if that's Who just did? Crystal I don't know if it's just her version of it and he would tell it differently and what's real but she was like you didn't think that it was well i didn't like the way she was like and so my mother and i made him come home made him come here but how many families are like that but you're saying to somebody this is the love of his life and he let his mother and sister tell him what to do i don't don't know if that's how he sees it i don't know i don't see it that way i see it as i mean i had very uncomfortable conversations with members of my family when it was peak covid when i was like you're not going into fucking work like i'm concerned that you're putting your life in danger but you weren't like you have to break up with your fiance I don't think that they were like that either. I think that they were like, you are in a space right now. I would rather you be in maybe Beverly Hills and wherever you are and be close to family. I'm just saying he made a choice. I don't think that they were like, you need a break. Well, but people have to make difficult choices and really difficult choices. Totally. I support him in whatever choice he made. I love that we're fighting. No, but what I'm saying is like, (laughs) Crystal described it as if he had no agency in that decision. Oh, that's interesting. That's what I didn't like. That's it. But that's also what you do when you're like the sister in a sibling dynamic. I don't talk to my siblings that way i wouldn't take it from them if they did talk to me that way i mean that's not how like adults in like respectful relationships talk to each other that is how know? the richard sisters interact <laughs> Look at how well they're doing <laughs> but that's you're but, right <laughs> but like you're saying that you 
at many times identify as so many different sisters in the Richard sister dynamic, but that's something that they all do. But 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 in fairness, the Richard sisters try to do that to each other and, and they fail and they, and they fight back. Well, it's not I'm not saying that it's successful, but I yeah. am saying that in a sibling dynamic being like, you're going to do and this honestly, thing. Kathy Richards, if she did manage to control Hilton. her siblings, Kathy Hilton, <laughs> Kathy Richards Hilton, she would. Oh, no, because Richards wasn't her father. That's part of the book. Um she was she's a half sister oh, right, right right um but technically she, yeah i'm just saying biologically yeah she was never richards is Got it. actually i think she was did use that whatever it doesn't matter yeah but she, she if she did manage to orchestrate something in kyle's life or kim's life kathy wouldn't be like and i said she has to come home kathy would be like and she had the good foresight to make the choice you of are home. completely wrong I mean, kathy would be like i told her She's coming home. You're so right. You're right. Kathy that is would Kathy. absolutely own her power and but be like, it's happening you know, it because of me. Kathy, Did you not watch Paris no, 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 and Love? You're a thousand I even times right. Se- I haven't watched season Neither two yet, but I heard. Say, maybe that's what I'll watch. Season, you have to come back to talk about season two. I love season one, by the way. I fucking love season one. And I thought it was going to be kind of like a light, fizzy kind of thing. And that's not what it was at all. And I heard that. See, I've heard from so many AGs who are like, you need to watch season two. It is it gets complicated with Paris and Kathy, which obviously, of course, it would be. Yeah. Their relationships is very complicated. I was surprised how complicated it even got in I season was one. So surprised! I could not believe that they I were wouldn't showing they, it. I couldn't believe they would show I could, that. I, I really thought that they would quote unquote own it. Yeah. I really did not think that they would show us. Yeah, and I was approve, very surprised because don't they? I'm assuming they must have producer credits on this. I mean, if we believe like the sort of narrative out there about Kathy Hilton. Surely she would do nothing without complete control, right? Yeah, as I would if I was in her position. But even in that universe, it's, it's surprising I mean, I don't know how it. much she even did show the housewives. Yeah, like agree. Not, I mean, not obviously she was careful because that scene's not on camera, or whatever. Amen. But like even her behavior at the reunion, which was very um, stoic, it was very good. She did. She, I actually could rewatch that tonight. But she, she didn't put on a show to make it like there was no issue. I mean, you know, she... No, she came in with some missiles ready. She was coached well. Yeah. Whomever told her to be a housewife at a reunion did a great fucking job. Because I was... I kind of thought she was going to get buried. Yeah. I really did, and I did. I thought she would. I mean, just in a way, be... it helped her that Lisa Rinna is so like out to lunch, out to lunch. That yeah. like, it, she's even. I mean, I actually really love Lisa Rinna, she just, but she's like, not a reliable like, narrator. No, and you know? toward the end of her time on Housewives, she was out of control, and yeah. she couldn't figure out yeah. how to get back on the path. And I think she was genuinely rattled by the fact that there was a pretty significant audience reaction that was like genuinely like we don't sort of we don't even care yeah. we're still on Kathy's side and that yeah. that kind of broke Rena a little bit and I kind of I get that totally. I genuinely get and that and yet even Kathy at her worst it was hard not to just be I know because she was delightful to watch Ugh. you know I don't know that we'll ever get back there well at least we'll have Paris in love but Thank um you know or whatever comes next what was Bethany's next series after Bethany, Bethany ever married? after <laughs> yeah Paris ever after but um uh oh my god I would love <laughs> stars <laughs> are blind um <laughs> But uh, but the other thing is, that I mean, title of just to say, I mean, also Lisa Rinna's mom died. Uh, yes. So like talk about people being, if we talk about her last season. Spiraling. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. makes sense. That's the, I mean, you don't, I, I didn't mean to hurt anyone's feelings talking about, um, what's her name? Lurleen? No. Lorene. Lorene. Like it. it 
There's go. oftentimes on Housewives, and I take back saying that about Kyle. As I said, yeah. I'm Team Kyle. Normalize but, changing your mind. But based you know on the thing. But you know what the thing that about you know when they be like, oh my old, I'm taking it to somewhere non toxic. Okay. You know when they say I'm like, oh my my old friend is coming on this episode, and you're like, what old friend? And right. then it cuts to like a photo of them on yeah. season one at like yeah, a yeah, cocktail yeah. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, to me. That's where I was coming from. That's all. As opposed to Lisa Rinna's mom, who is like one of the great like Lois. reality May show. Her memory be a yeah, blessing. yeah. She's part. Yeah. It. We all feel that loss. It's like Kathy Griffin's mom. You know, she's totally. like a character. And you know, Mama or, Elsa on Miami. Yes, famously. Yeah. Totally. You know, I mean, any number of any number of parents. Um, yeah. You know, or like what's her name on like Jeff Lewis? You know, like um, the maid that was so fabulous. Zoila's still with us. Zoila. Yeah, just, no, no, but was off the show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah sorry, not only death, <laughs> no, but just you know, not yeah. not in the world Being because they had the a universe. falling out, right? Totally. Yeah. But now she's actually, well, she was back in Jeff's life helping with Monroe, but she very unfortunately got in a terrible car accident. Oh, so God, poor thing. She's been dealing with that. And Speaking of, have you seen Trace's OnlyFans? Say that again. Have you seen Trace? Trace's, oh, Trace from Jeff Lewis. His OnlyFans. So I, I subscribed. Never... <laughs> <laughs> I've never been on OnlyFans before. Yeah. That's just like not my energy. F- definitely true. But FYI, it's not like. Um, Can it be like arts and crafts stuff? Does it have to be sex stuff? Not to be like a. Yeah. Although I, I don't know that there's a lot of that. But that is a, sort of why they put so much uh, filters on it. Because I mean, not filters, but. Set, you know, there's things Protocols? you're not allowed to do there that oh, you can do okay. on other okay. sites. Interesting. Um, but it's but there's a. But it's always about like sort of sensuality, sex stuff, right? I think it doesn't. There's nothing about the infrastructure of the site that means you couldn't do oh, like. Okay. Okay. Uh, got but it. I I've never gone to an OnlyFans that wasn't about like sex or like sex. I'm not in any way. No, no, I know what you're know, saying. Like sex positivity and all of that good no, stuff. No, no, I get it's what you're saying. I don't know that anyone actually uses support. it that other way, but you could. Yeah. But like, but sex, but sex. I my point was just like, if there's someone famous or something you're curious about, you can like go. Pay your $9.99, immediately yeah. click it so it doesn't renew the following month. And then, like, you can just Have satisfy a, a curiosity. It's not, no, not even like jerk <laughs> off. Like, just be like, like, oh my God, she showed that. Like, you, you know, you can yeah. just at uh, the famous, do you ever see the play or movie Jeffrey? No. There's, I'll just quickly detour. It's so funny. They're like, they do this breakout. It's very Family Guy style where they're like, what's my perversion? And they're like on this like game show and it's like the two lead characters already. and like the like waiter in the scene that gets interrupted. Mm. And they're like, who is your ultimate sexual fantasy? And Jeffrey's like, that guy from the gym. And like the waiter's like Denzel Washington. And then Patrick Stewart as Sterling is like Yoko Ono. And like everyone looks at him and he goes, to see the apartment. <laughs> So oh I'm just God. saying, you could go to an OnlyFans. Yes. Not you know, you could. I should do an OnlyFans for the Clawfas and show a shoe a day. Yes, it's not like you have to like download it and forever be like an OnlyFans subscriber. Yeah, no, no, it's yeah. like any other it's kind just a of. Website. I yeah. mean, it's like any other kind of membership model. But it's easier, you know, when you try to like, if you wanted to like change your like Paramount Plus status, like it's a whole Michigan. It's a whole Michigan. So this is very like boop. Well, that's nice. Yeah, very I like toggly. that they make it easy. And I also think the whole thing with Denise, I think her membership, I mean, it all changes, but I think the $7 thing was just some a sort of promotion. Photo. No, I think it was no, like no, a promotion. No, I understand. I'm an OnlyFans oh, fan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that I'm trying to teach you as someone who's no, quite literally it was like, never even Googled I think it was like $14.99 a month or something, which I is on the 25. higher end. or twenty five. And then they just, there something. was a specific photo that they call pay-per-views, like when you don't get the thing with the account, you have to pay extra to see that photo oh. or that video. And that f- 
photo was seven dollars. So I thought it was like a seven dollar promotion to like join for seven dollars. Then after those things that, exist, like but that's not what this was. Okay, this was so, a photo. That's why she was like what? to see her naked. She wasn't lying, even though the rate was much higher for the monthly subscription. This was the price to see that photo of her naked. I bet she's making so much goddamn money, and good for her. Yeah, honestly, good. Well, for as, her. as Dan Moylan said, talking about the waiter that was like Denise Richard. Uh, Denise, what's her name? Not yeah, Richards, just not the same Richards family. Right. Uh, that suddenly seemed <laughs> wrong in my mouth. When, the, you know, Dame Moylan pointed out that, like, the waiter at the THC party mm-hmm. was like, Denise Richards is fucked up or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, was exactly the right age to have, like, very much been a fan of her work before she was a reality TV Because she was, it was wild things. Yeah, which was, like, which a big for, like, seen. straight boys yeah. and okay. Gen X in 1998 or whatever, you What's, know. And a lot of other stuff, none of which I can name right now. None of it was my bad because I was watching, you know, like, more gay kind of things, you know. But, like, she was, like, a hot chick in, like, a very prominent Yeah, she, and yeah. a Bond girl. She was a literal Bond girl. Oh, I didn't even know that. Good for her. Oh, yeah. No, for real. She's, like, a genuine <laughs> That's what star. seems weird to me. She's a genuine movie star. She was married to someone really rich and famous who's clearly problematic. But like, you know, certainly she got and money he, from that. Whatever. Well, nowhere near enough. And then he fucking squandered it and lost all of it, which is so upsetting. OK, but she's, had like she a seems to be in a, dollars she and, and her it. husband seemed to have a good relationship when she was on Housewives, didn't they? Yeah, I don't know financially where they are. But, but I mean, she seemed like someone whose life was like, OK. I think so. I hope and yet so. she often acted in a, like someone who was like not all great. Well, because I think she just was a different personality than what is typically seen yeah. on Housewives. And I think that also was like people were surprised by like the sparkly shorts, but it endeared viewers to her yeah. that she wasn't interested or wasn't able to like able to or interested in like playing the part of a super bougie Beverly because it's also very fake and it's like again look at Dorit like if you if there are questions about a person's like financial debt and whatever that's the through line of any number of franchises is like performing well and Dorit's uh, sorry and Denise has been in this game for a hundred years right she's not going to pretend she doesn't need to do it she's Denise she was doing movies that stuff was the bullshit she hated to go to an award show whereas Dorit is here for the bullshit. Like, right. you know, this is her like, award show. The, she's trying to she, eat she's that the baby. ultimate in like peripheral person, the wife yeah, yeah, yeah. of a manager of yeah. an artist, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, listen, we could continue this conversation all day, but we do need to shift gears. Were there any plot points we didn't address? All of them. I think <laughs> we talked about a lot. <laughs> we did. Um, listen, uh, Dame Ben Rimmelauer. Is there anything that I was like so delighted yes. by that oh, I didn't mention? Like, probably. Um, because what did I love so much? I'm just like, shitting on there's Sutton. the THC thing. Sutton was driving me crazy. I loved Avi. Um, Crystal didn't have a banner moment. I felt weird about the thing with her sister. Uh, Kyle was making me nervous. Um, and I liked Anne Marie. And, um, oh, Erica, just like, um, Although I was surprised, I thought Erica was really like kind of like in a new good space through all of it. Erica did her except exercise at the before. second event when where where um they where were they where um where was it Taco Night? Oh, Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> they where, were at Crystal's house. Yes, right at Crystal's house when Denise started with Erica and Erica was like, <laughs> I kind of thought she was gonna be like, also because Dorit like threw the hot seat off of herself. <laughs> so, so I've never seen anything so transparent <laughs> in my life. 
I was actually shocked that it, it worked. Made me, it honestly made me laugh because it was it was so, hilarious. It was so it was obvious. fucking hilarious. But Erica did make a point of being like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Which but I she, did also but enjoy. Erica's great, but, but then she ready. took, but then she took the bait. And of who course, took the bait? Erica and Denise both went into it. I don't mm-hmm. think Erica took the bait. I think Erica was ready to go if. If Denise tried to fuck with her and Denise tried to fuck with her and Erica was like, well, I have these at my disposal. So here we are. I kind of thought, I I mean, I was actually surprised how low she went on the thing. Like, I did not blame her and I love Erica, but I didn't, the first thing she said to Denise that Denise was offended by, I supported Erica. I forget what it was, but it was like, um, I can't believe, uh, I don't know, when she said the thing about like her- The kids? Yeah, the thing about her daughter's OnlyFans. Like, you know, but your daughter, like, how do I yada yada? Because your daughter's now years old. I understand that that was um, a reference to, it it was, take. you can't say a threesome in front of my kids. Uh, Your daughter's on OnlyFans. I think she's heard of threesomes. I get the logic. It's not wrong. But, like, it felt, like, so obviously below the belt. And, like, I'm not saying, like, morally I disapprove of it. But it just seemed like if you truly are, like, this bitch is crazy. I do not need this. Like, lean into that's the raw meat. Like, yeah, like I would have, I would have imagined Erica the way she had been acting the last yeah. few episodes would have just been like, I apologized. I don't know what you want from me. You know. Well, look at how Erica responded with her grown ass son being used in a comparison by Eileen, and Erica Which was, was really like, innocent. I'm gonna fucking murder you. That was worse than the than the Gia Judice cocaine thingy. With, totally. Like that was so insane. All of us were like, like Eileen was didn't even wasn't she just she was basically not, like she was just she was like, well, you have a son. Right. <laughs> it was like she, not she a was, thing. But it really, really, really triggered Erica. It's, so it's triggered is the word. Erica was like, Wah. yeah. So it's interesting that Erica was like, here we go. But she. She fucking, yeah. she delivered it, man. She's not afraid She's of not fight. afraid of a fight. And, you know, short-term memory. I'm surprised is... Garcelle let, I guess Garcelle knew that she'd been, like, I mean, so solid listen, with, like, uh, Dorit that she didn't need to say anything else. Nope. And also, you don't want to ruin the moment. No, These she are had all the performers. moment. Yeah, you're watching totally. two Garcelle people. knows when to fold them. Like, but... at the end of Jurassic Park, you're not going to have <laughs> someone come in and be like, oh, my God, I'm a little baby dinosaur. Let I me know. see what T-Rex Eagles is. don't fly with pigeons, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need to yeah. switch to taking it personally. Ben Rimmelauer, tell the AGs where they can follow you on social, all that and more. I am at Ben Rimmelauer across all social, except I am not on X anymore, but you can find me on threads, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, etc. Even TikTok, although I'm really YouTube. more of a, I'm not really a content creator on TikTok. Um, but I do uh, re-talk some funny Broadway videos once in a while. Yes. And um, you should come see my show that I directed, Surrender, an Andrew Lloyd Webber thrill ride starring Mamie Paris at the Green Room 42 in January and February. Also, we have to um, shout out your frequent collaborator, Daniel Nolan, who you introduced me to and Brilliant. created the, the very Andy's Girls, Girls art. The illustration I that I have. On the wall and has really been so so if anybody needs a graphic uh a graphic designer I literally yes. was about to say graphic artist and, 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 he, and he does all kinds of great He's, like you can buy like celebrity portraits yes. not just Sarah Galley other celebrities I too mean, <laughs> Um, I ha- what's Dan- what's Daniel Nolan's Instagram? He is, is Daniel at- Nolan. D a n i e l n o l e n. I highly recommend for anybody who needs any kind of graphic work or just to like follow him. I or like. Do you want a Diana Ross? Do you want a Dorothy Loudon? Totally. Daniel's got it. He does these am- amazing kind of like pop art esque illustrations, but totally. they really like he'll work off photos. Like it's really he. Yeah. 
that was, you know, sometimes there's like just great introductions that are totally. made. That was a fantastic I'm introduction. I'm such a fan of his. Absolutely. I'm such a fan of his and he's lovely to work with. So thank you for that intro. Oh, and I didn't plug my podcast, Giants in the Sky, how Sondheim and Lapine went into the woods about the making of the original production of Into the Woods. Phenomenal. Where can people listen to it? On Broadway Podcast Network, across Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. And you can hear my interviews with James Lapine and Joanna <gasps> Gleason and Chip Zion and oh, all of the Chip original Zion. cast and creative team and the replacements and the national tour. Every Everybody involved in that first production in the 80s of this iconic Chip musical. Zion, what's he up to? He's in Harmony on Broadway by Barry Manilow. Oh shit, I was supposed to go to that and I couldn't because of my back injury. They say Chip is finally going to get the Tony nomination. <gasps> he is well overdue. He's never been nominated? Not nominated for Into the Woods. Wow, wow, not nominated for Falsettos. That's literally in- Not for insane. Falsettos? Yeah. Way overdue. Oh my God, what's that song from Falsettos that I had in my book? Everyone hates his... Oh, that you no. had in your book? Okay. I'm Breaking Down? Or uh, Holding to the Ground? Holding to the Ground. Yeah. Which I would start hysterically sobbing and it's I couldn't get through. It's a beautiful song. It's it was really like, a tear. It was like, this is too close to my life. <laughs> I yeah. can't perform this. Very Jewish, life. very middle class and very, very straight. Oh, Where healthy, healthy men. Long and gray. Yeah, okay. Anyway, now we have to pay note. for the song. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, uh, speaking of things you can pay for, join the Andy's Girls Patreon. Never one way to support the pod. Get exclusive bonus episodes and so much more at patreon.com slash Andy's Girls. Follow me on Instagram and threads at Dame Galley. Ben Rimmelauer, this was, I'm going to hear from some people. <laughs> I, I hope you forgive me. There was. I've was, never, Sarah and I have gone through some things together, but I've never seen her quite as angry as she was about my half-assed insinuation <laughs> that there was something over-milking for the camera about I the almost, way Kyle's I almost murdered you. This Truly. is why it's good that I don't understand tech, so I can't do video, because that would have been that would have been a little bit of a Jurassic Park moment. I would have yeah. been a Velociraptor. Yeah. Um, but that's also the, the joy and glory of having different opinions and different takes, that like we can vehemently disagree with each other and end the um, episode with a laugh and a cackle. I mean, what more can you ask what for at the end of the day? Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode, and Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Anything else? Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. Um, happy Merry Hanukkah, which even though it's done, but you we know, continue shopping. We hope it was good. <laughs> Return your Continue presents. shopping. Um, buy yourself a little bit of joy this holiday season or not. You totally deserve it. And we will chat with you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.